And it does give you, yeah, just a real time snapshot. And I love, it's not what we aspire to be. No. And it's not looking at past self. Like it's not something to like punish ourselves with on what we may or may not be well with in the past. It's current right now in this moment. It's also really subjective. Don't you think? Welcome to purposeful podcasting. I'm Wendy and I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. I am Crystal and I'm joined here with my awesome business partner, Wendy. Hello. This week we are jumping into a topic about taking stock of your life with the wheel of life. This is something we've wanted to record for a while and we think that now's the time to do it because We're heading into fall, start of school, lots of transitions, lots of moments to kind of take stock and where you're at and where you want to go for your Q4 goals. So before we jump in too far, Wendy, what is the wheel of life? (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me that. Mm -hmm. And wheel of life is one of those, it's like a diagnostic tool. Wow. That sounds pretty bougie. Yeah, it does. But I absolutely adore the wheel of life. And what it is, is you have a wheel and inside the wheel, actually think of it as a pie. And each piece is a different domain of your life. And interestingly, there are some overall universal sort of generic domains. And I can run through what those are, but you could actually customize the wheel of life however you so choose. So what you're doing is you're taking an overall snapshot in the present moment, not the past, not the future, right now. And you're saying, okay, what is my life satisfaction in that particular piece of the pie? So you can look at money and finance, career and work, health and fitness, fun and recreation, environment, community, family and friends, partner and love, growth and learning, and then the 10th slice, spirituality. And the beauty of it is, as a coach, you can then take a particular area and carve further. It's an opportunity to really look at yourself and to see what your satisfaction is. And then from there, what you either want to continue on or what you want to drill into. So there's a lot of different flexibility. And it's just really a great way to look at your life. Wow. That was a pretty long explanation. My apologies. No, no, but it was a perfect explanation. So when you're looking at the wheel of life, I want you guys to imagine a wheel and I love your analogy of it's cut up into pieces of pie. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I know when we've done this exercise, you rate, I think it's like one to 10. One to 10 life Mm -hmm. satisfaction. One to Mm -hmm. 10 satisfaction in each of those individual areas. And there is a link in show notes, guys, 
where we will take you to a little worksheet that you can do yourself mm-hmm. in this. And then if I'm really ambitious, Wendy and I will even do include a snapshot in the blog post and the show notes about what our wheel looks like. You know, you rate one to 10 and then you kind of like color in with your color pencils. Or if you're like really fancy like us, I want a different color for each of my little section of the pie. (laughs) And it does give you, yeah, just a real time snapshot. And I love, it's not what we aspire to be. No. No, And it's it's not looking at past self. Like it's not something to like punish ourselves with on what we may or may not be well with in the past. It's current right now in this moment. It's also really subjective, don't you think? Oh, there's no question. I think that one of the things that's so important is you're looking at this wheel and it's not based on judgment. Mm -hmm. It's not based on actually anyone else's priorities, really, except your own. This is a really individual life satisfaction. Now, the cool thing is it is possible to do, say, one for a business. Mm -hmm. possible to do one for a family and looking at more than one person and in a group, which is another cool way to do this. But in general, like the first step is how satisfied am I in my life? And then really, okay, now what do I do about it? You can look at it and say, it's really from one piece to another, it's, it could be very rounded. Or it could be jerky. You could have a 10 in one and a two on another and those sort of things. So then what do you do about it? How do you use that information to, to better yourself? So what would you say to a person? I do my wheel of life and I, it changes over seasons. Because I think if you look it, at my wheel of life this time, mm-hmm. last year versus mm-hmm. today, it looks very different. But I yes. know like there's certain pies like the health and fitness section, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like totally decimated. Like there is no pie. Somebody ate, <laughs> it. but there's just a part of me that doesn't care mm-hmm. right now. And so what would you say to that? Hey, what's wrong with that? And the one thing is I also love to do this quarterly mm-hmm. because it gives you like real time information. And really this is actually part of goal setting because you're looking at realistically where is my life now? Okay, what are my priorities? And that's just it. It's very hard to have priorities in all 10 domains of your life. And also you can have priorities, secondary priorities, tertiary priorities, whatever it is. I know that's against the actual definition of priority. But nonetheless, you could also take very small, like I would say when it comes to health and fitness, if I were to say to you, you need to carve 10 minutes of just walking around the block into your day or something incredibly small, or you got to drink that water, got to do those eight glasses of water a day. Right. That nature, it could be that almost that like micro, it doesn't have to be a huge, huge, like I'm going to, I'm I'm training for a half marathon or something, which actually we're training for a 10 K. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) When I look at it, environment, Mm -hmm. I generally define that as my home, Mm -hmm. the environment in which I live. That is not, that is not a huge priority for me. As I look around and realize I took apart my bookshelf and haven't put it back together yet. It doesn't generally percolate to the top of my list. I have other priorities. I think the key word is, and it's not my favorite word. You know, we all say everything has to be balanced. 
but, and I, I'm trying to remember, but I think it was Jen from Pride and Grit mm-hmm. who talked about priority. I mean, about balance is being, you know, you, you feel like you're on a tightrope. Well, it's figuring out how you need to work this pie Mm-hmm. to have to feel the most fulfilled to feel the most satisfaction i know no one who has all tens oh that would just be a little crazy i mean that would just be my life is perfect there's oh. no room improvement you know what do i do next well actually maybe all tens means you're you're self-actualizing or something you know and and, yeah. and it's interesting it also can be correlated to maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. because if you in at all ones and twos, then really you're in the survival mode. That's a different thing. Again, long answer to a very simple question is you, you don't have to have a priority. It doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be a priority. It's surprising if everything is. And if you score what you think of as being low in one category and you're like, you know what? I don't have the bandwidth to fix that category right mm-hmm. now and revisit it in three months. That's why this is a good thing to do, not necessarily every week, because that would drive you crazy, and even every month. But if you look at it seasonally as an opportunity, season your temporal landmark kind of thing, and just kind of in the back of your head, or when you do it, make a note that says, revisit in three months, see where it lands then. What I love about it, when we talk to our clients about this, is that I think you get a gut reaction of how it makes you feel when you see it all laid out visually. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, immediately, and that's where the satisfaction piece comes in and why it is so subjective. Your fitness might be at a 10 and mine is at like a two. That doesn't mean that I'm any less satisfied actually in that moment about that area of my life, possibly than you are. It's just that I'm prioritizing something else over here in my wheel than you are. And nobody can tell you how to do that. And then if you see something that maybe you're not satisfied with, well, then now you have choices to make. And I love what you said about just making micro changes because it does not have to be this huge life altering thing. It can be very, very simple. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I love that we use the wheel of life really the very beginning at really for goal setting. It'll also helps to gauge progress and see if there's any stumbling blocks that come up. And really it's a, again, a wonderful tool and actually in the goal, it would interesting enough in the goal setting process, when you look at say one particular domain. And the other thing is you don't necessarily want to try to change everything all at once. It is very fun to be able to drill down into say one of the domains. And you mentioned, so say the fitness and wellness one. Mm -hmm. Well, you can drill down into that and come up with 10 like subcategories of that, Mm -hmm. such nutrition, such as H2O, such as sleep, cardio, movement, weights and then generic things like if you don't have family and friends that's generally an, an area in in health and wellness as well along with you know partner and love growth and learning spirituality i mean there's a lot of overlap as well that we don't necessarily think about so in the case of fitness and wellness 
it really isn't just I row every day or it isn't just I lift weights or whatever that is. There's a lot more to it when you look at it. And I do, I absolutely love when, you know, when we can drill down into a specific category, like career and work. I'm not satisfied because I don't have enough social media followers, let's say, for example. And I think that's holding me back. Mm -hmm. Well, it's possible to drill down into, okay, it's marketing. Mm -hmm. And what are the 10 categories that fit into that? And then from there, and it doesn't actually have to be 10. It could be eight or six or whatever. Mm -hmm. Don't want too many because then it's over really overwhelming and mm -hmm. dilute. But if you have, you know, let's say 10, then it's like, okay, well, do I post on LinkedIn? Maybe that's an area or, mm -hmm. or do I posting once every six months isn't really enough? Do I have to? So whatever the categories are, so it could be platform, it could be frequency, mm -hmm. it could be content, all those sorts of things. And from there, you can actually take it to and set tasks to help you achieve whatever your goal is. And again, it's, it's really, it's defining and then figuring out how to actually, what, what, what you need to implement and then implementing it. And then you rinse, you test, update, rinse, and repeat. Yeah. So it, you kind of just answered what my next question was going to be was okay. like, why does this pertain to business? So we do business mm -hmm. and marketing coaching with our clients and consulting. Because remember guys, there's a difference coaching versus mm -hmm. consulting. Why is this so important to business owners? Do you think to do quarterly? This summer is a prime example, but I don't think it's just for us. It's a for, you know, the summer is a time when all of a sudden, everything flies out the window. Priorities totally change. And most of it is kind of unexpected. <laughs> and, but having this uh, snapshot, if I, if, if we had sat down June 1st and did a snapshot, I think we would have actually been able to really have, and we did, and actually I did not. I mean, I was in the throes of so much other stuff. And I think that had I sat down, I would have had a better idea of that. You know what? My priority right now really is family. Mm -hmm. Priority really would be trying to find time for friends. And it would it's not that career and work isn't always on my mind. It's just becomes more, okay, what can we do that's more autopilot? Yeah. And I, I... and sustain what we need to do. Because our priorities have shifted. Yeah. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we feel hesitant or guilty to say that work is not a priority because we're, I think we're as a society, I think we're conditioned to say like, you should always be operating as a 10 at a 10. And I'm, I'm reading this book right now. And I just mentioned to you yesterday about just mm -hmm. the difference between people who do and can, who can execute things really well. And that society is kind of set up to value that kind of personality over other personalities that are better at perhaps guiding or postulating about mm -hmm. things or ideating. It's kind of a matter of taking a step back and knowing yourself really, really well mm -hmm. and owning what that priority is. And again, it's that gut feeling of how does that make you feel? And then releasing any guilt about how you're supposed to feel or what you think your wheel of life is supposed mm -hmm. to look like. It's so important to be honest with ourselves. 
mm-hmm. about our lives. And I think that that's something that we talk about a lot, that we spend a lot of time, not just talking the talk, but we really walk the walk, mm-hmm. realizing that if you have to make, whether it's a micro pivot or a big pivot, it's okay to do. And it's not a dirty word and it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. And realizing that why, you know, it's like, why do we have to, why do we have to listen to what society's definition is. Why Mm -hmm. aren't we creating our own personal definitions that work for us? We prioritized this summer current clients over new clients. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? (laughs) It just so happened that new clients come along anyway. It's a matter of, of prioritizing our priority podcast episodes. And what brings us joy in our business? Well, guess what? It's our clients and our podcast episodes. And I don't mean to speak for you, Crystal, on that. So my no, apologies. I feel the exact same way because yeah. I think it's that's where it becomes such a subjective thing to look at your wheel of life and then know how you feel about how that is set out. And then when I do feel bad that things aren't where they're, they should be, it's not because I'm not personally satisfied with it. I struggle with this more than I think you do about what the perception of other people should be on that wheel, that, that scope and that spoke scope spoke in my wheel. And I have to remind myself that I'm happy with the way things are now, or I'm doing this for a larger purpose or a reason. (laughs) And just it, it, but I have to have that moment of like reset. And keeping in mind that every time I say no to something, it's because I'm actually saying yes to something else in my wheel. And no is a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. But when you're a people pleaser like me or somebody who's ambitious, saying no is hard. And so I think that it is a matter of being like just rock solid in who you are Mm -hmm to be able to say, to be the mistress of your own destiny, if you will, to put on that hat. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to the navigating your different identities and listen to about Wendy's mistress of my own destiny hat. But it is an interesting way to look at it. To throw in there as well is that it brings up the whole, it makes me think of the square squad and even and even to expand a little bit, we don't, I don't know, we don't spend a lot of time, and I mean, not just we, but just in general, the broader we, really drilling into who are our stakeholders. When you think about it, who are our stakeholders? So maybe it's a little broader than a square squad, but even when you look at, I look at the life domains. I do think about who does this involve? Who is the square squad? And also who are the stakeholders in our lives? And also it's like, uh, what is, is there a priority order at some time? And I think for us, it's, it became those who are in our immediate, our immediate world, whether Mm -hmm. through the podcast, whether clients, and really when you have limited bandwidth, who do you need to focus on? And I love how these pieces just intertwine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always thinking about what hat am I wearing right now? 
there's always certain hats that absolutely never come off. And, and, you know, it's the family and friends, the partner in love, those hats absolutely never come off. I can take off my rowing hat if I really want to. She and doesn't do- though, guys, she doesn't. Actually, yeah, I do just occasionally, but yeah. And, and actually I lump family and friends. Well, the business is intertwined in that because mm-hmm. as my business partner, you're all, you know, you're, you're also my friend. There's also, and I understand when you say about accountability and when you say about what others perceive and what others see, mm-hmm. it does impact me as well, though generally I have a couple of years on you and I probably care. I give, I give less of a shit what other people think. (laughs) Well, I think you're better at, I don't think it's that you don't care what other people think. I think you're better at prioritizing the right voices, the square squad. I tend to sometimes let people who are not on the square squad squawk in my ear too Mm -hmm. much. And I, I think I'm getting better at flexing that muscle, but it is something to be conscious of. I really try to learn from bad experiences. When you've been burned enough times, you eventually, I guess, learn maybe. (laughs) I don't know. You definitely learned how, you know, how to kind of say fuck off a little bit more. (laughs) Also, sometimes when you sit down and think, you end up appreciating certain areas of your life that you haven't really thought about in a while. You may take your community, you know, like your community for granted. Mm-hmm. Well, sit down and just think about it for a little bit. And something like this, it doesn't take a huge amount of time. When I think about in one of these days, I've been talking about this forever, I'm going to actually do it, is put up a board. And Wheel of Life is one of those things that goes up so that I can reference it and learn from it and have it visually in front of me so I can really focus in on what, what is my desired life? You know, while it's a snapshot of now you use it to help yourself grow. I think on that note, guys, check out our show notes, link out to the blog to get access to your wheel of life worksheet. We'd love to know how it looks for you and how it makes you feel. If you tag us in stories at serendipitous rebel with a picture of your wheel of life, we would love to see that until next week. Enjoy your rebellious selves. (laughs) Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating, but only if you liked it. Otherwise just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.